Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. Boom! This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in. Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Hello, champion, and welcome back to the Everyday Saturday podcast. Sam Crowley here talking about facing your fears. Facing your fears. Um, what do you think uh, ranks up there as just so pe- so many people have so much fear about, fright about? Um, aside from the natural stuff, like fear of dying. Actually, you know what's a bigger fear of that? Fear of public speaking. <laughs> have you seen those studies where people fear speaking in public in front of people more than dying. And I get that. I had that. I mean, that was a real fear of mine. Uh, Some of that went all the way back to like, you know, grade school. I had this really bad stuttering problem. The teacher would bring me up in front of the class. And I mean, I just would start sweating. And when he called my name, Sam, why don't you come on up and share your report with him? Like, uh, and I knew I had to do it the night before I knew I had, and I wouldn't sleep the night before. And I would just, you know, be like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't. Well, I have to do it or else I get an F in the class, you know? So it was the, well, either I get an F or I make a complete fool of myself in front of my peers. Um, quite honestly, back in the day, I think I would have chosen just to just give me the F, but I didn't. I got up there and stuttered and stammered and, you know, kids laughed and all that. Um, I'd love to tell you that it made me uh, feel good. It didn't. Made me stronger, though. And so when you think, let, let, let's stay on this for a second, the fear of public speaking. Why do you think people have a, a fear of that? Well, none of us want to be judged, and we definitely don't want to be judged by our peers. I believe it's easier to speak in front of 2,000 people than it is to speak in front of 20 people. And the reason I say that is I've spoken in front of 2,000 people before, and it's just this, this mass of humanity, and you can't really focus on any one person because there's so many people in the room, and you just kind of lose yourself in the arena you know and for me that's great because i don't i'm not in a room with 20 people if somebody falls asleep i'll never know about it unless they're literally sitting in the front row by the way had that happened before in a group of 50 people one guy was snoring (laughs) literally you know snoring in the front row what do you do with that you know and everybody's kind of noticing and looking so I just went up, kind of tapped him on the shoulder, said, hey, I'm not keeping you awake, am I? Oh, no, oh, no, 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 didn't sleep much. Ah, okay, if you could just stay awake, just, I know, you know, some of this stuff may not be, may not make your socks go up and down, but stay with me, man, stay. And then, yeah, he laughed, I, everybody else laughed, kind of lowered, uh, you know, the tension that I was feeling. I'm like, dude, come on, you're seriously, you're going to snore in the front row? Uh, what I didn't do, I didn't take it personally because, this guy would have snored whether it was me or Tony Robbins. This guy was just, you know, going to sleep through the next presentation. And when you talk about public speaking, for example, and we're talking about facing your fears head on, maybe this hits you at the right spot. Maybe you need to hear this message today when it comes to just this specific topic of speaking in public. The least important person in the room is the speaker. 
Okay. And when I train speakers, I've trained a ton of speakers and I always try to get that point home. Look, the least important person in the room is you. And the reason you're feeling this anxiety, I'm not saying you're not feeling it. I'm saying that's not real. But what I'm saying is when you take the focus off of yourself and place it on the message, then there's no fear because you're just, you're the messenger. Okay. People have come to this event or they've gone into your breakout room or whatever that looks like. They've gone in there to hear a message. Okay. They're not there to judge you. Of course, there's, you know, there's more talented people at this. But let me tell you, the talent comes as a result of these individuals who originally faced their fear head on. They just got up in front, whether it was Toastmasters or some other place where they started in a very, you know, friendly environment where it's great feedback. Everybody is at the same level. They're all learning how to speak. And then they kind of develop you know, that pattern and that habit of speaking in front of individuals. But I'm not here to say that your fear isn't real, okay? I'm here to acknowledge that, but say the very thing that you're afraid of doing is the main thing that you need to do, starting pretty much right now, you know? So whatever your fear, you're quitting a job, you know? I can't even tell you how much anxiety I had until I did it. And then when I did it, it was kind of like, okay, well, that's done, you know? Now what? And that really is the next question. Okay, so I did that. I left my job after 15 years in corporate America. Now what? You know, I'm married. I got three kids under the age of five. Actually, I had two children. My wife was six months pregnant. All right, so got to pay for my own health insurance. No steady income coming in. No severance package, nothing like that. Now what? And that's when really the creative juices, the flight or fight, all that stuff starts to kick in. And that's how we're built. Like, that's how we're wired. We're wired to figure stuff out because we need to figure it out. You know, being in that secure cocoon your entire life never taps into those creative juices, that sense of urgency that you need to really tap into why you're even here in the first place. Like, I wasn't here to be in a cubicle graveyard for the rest of my life. That just wasn't why I was here. Very grateful. Very grateful for the six-figure salary. Very grateful for the car and the stock options and everything that came with it. But it was just more of these handcuffs that were getting tighter and tighter around my wrist. So when I quit my job, now I really had to tap into, hey, man, who is this guy, Sam Crowley? Why Why am I even here? You know, what am I supposed to do in this world? And that's kind of how the podcast got started. You know, I believe that I was, you know, called by God to share a message of hope and inspiration for people out there. And when I served enough individuals, then the income would start showing up. It wasn't the opposite. You know, it wasn't, hey, I need money in order to get this started. You know, I use the analogy a lot. It's like standing in front of the fireplace saying, hey, give me heat, give me heat, give me heat. Well, did you put any wood in the fireplace? The wood is the message in this scenario of putting the message out over and over, not being attached to a result, understanding that when it's time, I will be blessed with the finances to go along. Because I just don't believe that God would be so cruel to put an idea in your mind and then not give you the tools and the resources in order to, to monetize that in order to be able to feed your family, you know. Now, there's a difference. It's not that, you know, resources are everywhere. I mean, we have such an abundant world out there. There's resources for you right underneath your nose. It's not that people don't have the resources. It's just that they're not resourceful. So what do you mean by that? Well, look, I mean, you have access to a computer. You have the same Wi-Fi I got, but we use it differently. You know, I'm not going to waste my time scrolling YouTube watching, you know, an English bulldog skateboard down a driveway. 
You know, I'm not going to scroll my Facebook feed and looking for the next political argument to get into. That's a complete waste of my time. And I never even really used to value my time. Look, I was the guy hanging around the water cooler, talking politics at the office and poo-pooing this and that. And why can't it be better? And we're not getting paid enough. And then it hit me. This isn't serving me. How is this helping me? All I'm doing is being dragged down deeper and deeper into uh, this abyss that I'll, I'll never get out of unless I cut the cord, move away, and start hanging around individuals that think differently than I do that can help me think differently than I did and start facing my fears. I didn't hang around anybody that used to face fear. I hung around people that just showed up every day at a job. And that's not, look, that's just not the, that's not the pool that I want to swim in. You know, other people are perfectly fine going to college, age 22, get their first job, and at age 65, retiring, leaving themselves just a few good years left of their life if they even have that many left. That's not where I wanted to play at all. I wanted to be so far away from that. And I wanted to start talking to people that had fear of quitting a job. That's what I did. Started going to Panera Bread, having coffee with entrepreneurs, say, hey, how did you quit your job? And they, and they would share with me. It was all mindset stuff. It wasn't, well, you know, you got to put a business plan together and then you got to get a balance sheet and a cash flow. And, you know, I knew I had bills. Nobody had to tell me I had bills. I knew how much I had to cover every month in the thousands of dollars just to keep a roof over our head and food on the table. I already knew that. I needed the mindset of like, okay, I'm afraid to do this next step. How do I get over that fear of doing this next step? And, you know, without getting into all of the different conversations, I think the one common thread woven throughout it was the guys were like, and the girls that I was meeting with, these people that were entrepreneurs and successful, they're like, dude, you just got to do it. I mean, at some point, I mean, we've been having these meetings and I know you're meeting with other people. You're just going to have meetings, what, till you're 50 years old? That's not doing you any good. You have all the information you need. Now you just got to do it. You, the very thing that you are afraid of doing, you got to do it. That's kind of how today's podcast got spurred is that thought of, you know, going back to those conversations of mentors of mine that would just be say, look, dude, you're just going to talk yourself out of this eventually. You got all the information you need, all the resources you need. You're just not resourceful enough. All right. You haven't even taken the first step. Quit the job and then you'll develop a completely different mindset of you got to get this thing working. And all these fears you had, they go away because now you go from I'm afraid to I got to make this work. Like, I just got to make this happen. All right. So I hope this message caught you at the right time of facing your fears. And the very thing that you're afraid of doing is the thing that you need to do. One other call to action. Make sure you leave a rating for the Everyday Saturday podcast. We need six more, six more to hit a thousand ratings on iTunes. I sure would appreciate it. Helps amazing people like you find the show. All right, let's go. Have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.